like the sands through Carpenter's Creek, so are the days of our Pensacola. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. I'd like to make a motion to amend supplemental budget resolution number 2023. Item number 12 is 23-00010. Approval to use tree planting trust funding for the removal of trees on city right-of-way or public property that have become hazardous to a person and or property in installation of new plantings. Oh, so we're going to have a conversation about trees. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. (laughs) Is that it? We're just going to have a nice, calm conversation about uh, trees, huh? Okay. Sure, sure, sure you are. You need to table this because this money that's being allocated is the money that was promised to District 1 and District 2 to remediate that. And we have lots of places in District 1 and District 2 to plant trees. You thought Sherry Myers was off city council. She is off city council. I ask, is that Sherry Myers? That is Sherry Myers, but she was there as she had warned, promised, predicted, uh, at the podium, pounding away, being every bit as uh, vociferous there as she had been on the council, perhaps even more so. The man who took her seat, Charles Bear, same question. I have spent two days <laughs> working on this issue and going back and forth with the mayor, who's not here, uh, just expressing my concerns about this. And um, it's, it's, it's very frustrating to me to be in this position. But I showed seven different, seven, seven, seven different reasons why I felt like the mayor should pull this item for this month. All right. So the item itself, the issue under discussion, was there is a fair bit of money. I think the number is $180,000 in the tree planting trust fund. And in case you're not familiar with that, whenever you clear a lot, Whenever you cut down too many trees, and I think that number is more than 10%, so if you only cut down 10%, you don't less than 10%, you don't have to pay. Uh, but in any case, generally speaking, when they clear a lot of trees, you pay into the fund to replant trees, which is, I think that's a good thing, okay? Because it allows the city, it's basically a penalty, because if you're a developer, you're taking away trees, and we want to keep ourselves at least tree neutral, if not tree positive. And so you clear trees off of a lot that you got permitted to remove, and then you pay into the tree planting trust fund, and then somebody from the city goes back and replants the trees somewhere. So we continue to have more trees. Trees are good, right? And you got to plant trees now to get trees later. I mean, you get all that kind. Well, they got 180,000. Again, I think that's the number 180,000 in the fund. And the mayor, um, the the administration had a proposal to take down 30, it's like 32, but two of them had already been taken out, um, 30 trees that needed to be removed, right? Dead, dying, dangerous trees around the city of Pensacola. And they were going to use the tree planting trust fund for this task. $90,000. $90,000. So half the tree planting trust fund was going to get used in order to, cut down trees to take out trees and the people who love trees were like the what you're gonna do what you know according to the arborist there's a study of the trees in the right-of-way that has not been completed and why would we not wait until that's done to do anything with this these funds 
and there's also no system for identifying trees that need to be removed. And we have the arborist driving around looking at trees, like I did today, until my dog threw up in the car and I had to come home. <laughs> but uh, I saw the tree on Ellison was not there anymore, and there was a tree had been planted. So. Uh, and that was, had to be with Parks and Recreation funds. So part of the problem in the beginning of this conversation that took a long time was that some of the trees on the list were already gone. And what in the what? Why are we, pay, why are we paying to remove? Well, they'd already been removed. And so, you know, that was a problem with the list. Charles Bear continues. The, the funds that, that Sherry <coughs> mentioned, that Councilwoman, former Councilwoman Myers mentioned for the, from the Tree Planting Trust Fund that were supposed to go after the tornado in 2016, our district, District 2, got $75,000 allocated out of the 191000 and they spent $6,910 in our district, and that did not touch what damage was done from that tornado. Yes, I said 191000 So $6,000 only has been spent in District 2 out of $75,000 it was supposed to be. Why are we not planting trees was the argument. And instead, you're going to take the money to plant trees, ninety grand, and you're going to spend it to remove trees? Jen Brayer? Hands down, hands down, the list we were given doesn't make sense. It, it, so, for goodness sakes, don't come to us with something that's not ready for us to see. Because I drove around, I haven't seen all these trees, but I've seen a few. I looked at my one. Once again, I'm a one in my district. There's 11 and one. Everything's really concentrated in five and six. And she goes on to say, I would rather not even table this. I'd rather just vote this down. This is a terrible list, a terrible proposal. We shouldn't be spending money out of the tree replanting trust fund to tear down trees, for goodness sake. That's the exact opposite purpose that is there for. I'll finish this up in a second. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Uh, it looks like uh, we're not showing any slowdowns or delays uh, right now. Uh, Nine Mile not showing any problems. In fact, 90 clear all the way through. 98 also clear all the way through uh, into uh, P- uh, Pensacola. Uh, Three Mile Bridge not showing any issues, certainly. Use caution, as you know, wherever you are. 437-1620. You can text in those traffic tips. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Jem Brer, City Councilwoman for uh, District 1. I think that's right. I could be wrong about that. Forgive me for my... Uh, nobody knows where District 1 is anyway. <laughs> no, I mean, like... It's hard enough to know, like, the county commission districts and things like that. N- knowing the city, de- well, yeah, <laughs> it's funny. She said Jeff Bergage does. Um, the county district, for sure. Uh, so, anyway, back to Jen Brayer talking about the importance of planting trees and managing trees and improving our canopy. I'm just going to tell you anecdotally, I, um, I looked at where my dad lived in Springfield, Virginia, one of the most populated places in the world, but they took it seriously. And I looked at an overview around my dad's house today where he lived out his life and over mine. And I don't know why the hell the most populated city in the country in that area has more trees than we do because they're thinking about this. It was pretty disturbing. So we've got to get our sense about us. You made Jen Brer swear. <laughs> you, oh, no. you, made, you made Jen Brer swear. Mild swear. At a city council meeting. That's how bad this is. And some of the suggestions that were made for us will forever put us in a possibility. Like if we go with small trees in the in the uh, right of ways and we, we limit ourselves, we will never, ever have a tree tunnel again. We won't have canopy streets. We won't have the potential for these things. So there's a lot to be thought out here. But, but before we can even think that out, we need to be given a very honest, well-documented list. And, and I, once again, don't believe that this should come out of the tree fund. I think that it should come. I agree. Public works is the place, in my opinion, that this should come out of. So you have this long conversation about 
how do you fund the removal of trees? And Jen Brer kind of makes the point like, we should be able to find this money somewhere. This shouldn't be all that difficult. And and then uh, because, you know, like Parks and Recreation basically has a, a fund, a slush fund, you know, for uh, how to do this. And, you know, this should be easy to find. And unfortunately, Amy Lavoie, city finance person. Okay. I'm sorry, repeat that, repeat that again. So if you call, you cut that during the budget hearings, so oh, no. that money's gone. Oops. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, uh, so, but look, here, here's here's the the basic takeaway for me on this. Um, yes, it is a remove and replace. Okay, so there is a plan to replace the trees you're removing. So there is a plant component of the plan, but I'm. I'm, you'll almost never hear me say this. I'm 100% with Sherry and Charles and, and Jen Brayer. Listen, the Tree Planting Trust Fund is for planting trees. The penalty that you pay into the Tree Planting Trust Fund comes from taking down trees. You cannot take the money generated as a penalty on people taking down trees and use it to take down trees. That is nonsense. That is completely insane. And yet, city council went ahead and voted for this. Now, I understand why they voted for it. It was a 4-3 vote, okay? The 4-3 vote was uh, Jared Moore, Delarian Wiggins, Allison Jones, um, uh, and uh, Allison Patton, excuse me, um, and um, uh, um, Casey Jones voted for it. Brayer, uh, Jen Brayer, Charles, uh, Jen Brayer, Charles Bear, and yes, it is always hard for them at the city council, and Tenny Day brought and voted no, okay? And I would have voted with the no's 100% on this, and here's why. You surely can find this money somewhere else. Even if it's no longer in the Parks and Rec slush fund that you did away with in the budget, find the money somewhere. Oh, pay for it, absolutely. Take down the bad trees. No problem. Take down the bad trees. But you can't take it out of this fund. The whole point of the fund is to plant trees, is to create trees. And if you take money to tear down, even though there is some component there to replace them, that is a complete violation of the purpose of it. Again, you can't take money as a penalty on people tearing down trees and use it to tear down more trees. That's insane. <laughs> it just is. And here's what's funny. They get down to, they had this big, long conversation later in the city council meeting uh, about Tippin Park. Okay, because the Tippin Park Community Center is not going to happen. It was never going to happen. Okay, Sherry Myers tried her best to get that done for a million. They put a million dollars in there with money that was bequeathed basically on leaving office by Jewel Cannon to win. And now they're like, well, this is like an $8 million project. We're clearly not going to spend $8 million for a community center at Tippin Park. That's the one at Langley um, on uh, Tippin, uh, Tippin off of Creighton, excuse me. Anyway, um, and it's in terrible shape. And there was this big discussion about, well, we need to keep money there of some kind to fix up that park because it needs to be fixed up and District 2 doesn't get enough money and that's that district. Anyway, they're moving a bunch of the money out, like $600,000 moving out to go to the Roger Scott uh, bathroom, which needs to be done, okay, for the pool. Um, so in any case, that's what they were doing and there was this big argument about keeping money in there. And so all of a sudden you're talking about a million dollars worth of money that doesn't need to be dedicated anymore to a project that's not going to happen. And Allison Patton's like, I guess I wish this had come before our whole discussion about the tree fund. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's your money. 
Only it came an hour too late because I was out of order. I would have at that point been like, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take $90,000 out of this million, and we're going to put that into the tree plan, tree fund to replace the ninety that we voted earlier to take out of there. I, that would have been an easy fix, but they didn't come up with that. So, no, I was with the critics on this one. This is a crazy plan. And for the people who love trees, believe in trees, and I think they all do. Like, all of them believe in it. They just made a bad choice on this particular – because the average person looking at this who understands the issue says – so you took the money for planting trees and you used it to tear down trees? Is that the gist of this? Yeah. That doesn't seem right. Nope. <laughs> it's not. But there you go. That's your first installment of uh, Days of Our Lives City Council Edition. <laughs> oh, and there's more drama. This meeting was fun. <laughs> there was a lot of drama. 622 on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. As the new year unfolds, here's another reason to buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports in Pensacola. How about over $1,000 off MSRP on the 2022 Volkswagen Tiguan? These VW SUVs with third row seats are priced to move, so hurry and take advantage of these discounted prices on a limited quantity of the 2022 VW Tiguan. Discounted over $1,000 off MSRP. And Piedmore Imports is offering a finance rate of 3 9% APR up to 36 months on select 2023 models, including the VW Taos, Tiguan, Atlas Cross, and Atlas SUV. Plus, military discounts of $500 are always available when you buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports on New Warrington Road. Piedmore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. 106 New Warrington Road, just up the street from NAS Pensacola. Special APR rates for qualified credit through BCI. See dealer for details. Looking to start a career or change your current career? Pensacola State College is the place for you. Choose from short-term, high-demand career and technical education programs, ranging from commercial vehicle driving to medical assisting. Call 850-484-2000. Are you looking to start your education or to change careers? Pensacola State College is the place for you. We offer bachelor's degrees, two-year degrees, career certificates, and more, ranging from nursing to welding. Apply today. PensacolaState.edu. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Tune in to News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 92.3 and 95.3. Listen on the AM dial at 1620. They're McDonald's. I'm McDowell's. Huh? They got the golden arches. Mine is the golden arcs. Good 
Good morning. 625 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Somebody asked the question, well, can't the city, like, don't we just have people that can take out trees? Uh, yeah, but big trees are a special challenge, and we apparently don't have the equipment that we need for that. We're going to be getting it back soon, for, but at the moment we have to hire somebody. In fact, we've been neglecting to take away dead trees over the last couple of years because we didn't have the equipment. That's why the list of 30 exists, because typically we take out about 15 a year, but we just don't have the equipment at the moment, which will be coming back, but we just don't have yet. Uh, let's uh, Before I go to David in the newsroom, let's get Candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. Uh, we're not showing any slowdowns or delays right now. 29 accident-free all the way through to the split at Pace Palafox. Fox. 437-1620. Text in those traffic tips and News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Now, David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, Southwest Airlines is giving some of their employees a bonus after last month's travel uh, meltdown. The airline says pilots are going to be getting about uh, $45 million in gratitude pay after uh, the software crash that led to the cancellation of tens of thousands of flights. Four more Oath Keepers defendants have been found guilty of seditious conspiracy in the U.S. Capitol riot. Prosecutors uh, said that they used a, quote, perverted version of American history to justify their actions. And I just saw this report here a little bit ago on Channel 3. Apparently, police in Fort Myers are on the lookout for a man that broke into a Joe's Crab Shack location recently. They say the man stole multiple items. But, Andrew, this is where it gets a little bit weird. (laughs) Then it says that the man, uh, before he left... What's the right way to say this? There's probably no delicate way to do it. Just well, rip off he, the Band-Aid. He, he dropped trow and defecated on the floor. Oh, my God. Uh, apparently, this was all caught on surveillance camera. Now, here's the thing. I'm not sure who came up with this nickname, but the big headline on Channel 3 has dubbed the man the Pooping Perpetrator. Nice. <laughs> nice. Pooping Perpy. All right. Well done. There you go. Um, Man, this, let's this, get you a Marconi. This, this will definitely be one of those where I just don't need to see the video. I'm, <laughs> I do not need to see it. No, I'm not interested. Uh, David. <laughs> and this is the peak of my journalism this career, is, just so top. you know. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is it. This is the exact yeah. top. That's right. <laughs> 627 on News Radio 92.3. <laughs> Informative, local, dependable. Uh, <laughs> Oh, by the way, just as one quick follow-up, something that's actually a good news note to draw out of the uh, very contentious, I thought, city council meeting that was last week, is uh, Charles Baer, who is the you know newly elected for his own district, he was previously an at-large member of city council, um, talking about, uh, this is in the context of the Tippin Park thing that I mentioned, but he brought up something else that I actually have to give him credit for making me aware of. I just wanted to remind you all, like, you know, Bryan Park, which is at Tryon Branch Library, I had a, there's a, a pirate ship there that was boarded. I don't know if it's fixed yet. I think it, it soon will be fixed, I think, sometime this month. For eight months, it's been boarded up with two-by-fours, so only homeless people could get in there. Uh, the kids couldn't use it, and sometimes the boards fall off. There'd be nails sticking up, and that's what we've done to our parks. We've allowed Parks and Rec to, uh, you know, decide what's the greatest use, but yet my park, that park there, has sat, and that part of it's been unusable. What I'm, what I'd like, and, and he's right. Okay, look, uh, Brian Park, the like north behind the Tryon Branch Library and Langley. Uh, that's a beautiful park. The stuff to the, the the east there, the climbing structures and all that. But that pirate ship used to be a, a really cool feature. It was kind of separated a little bit geographically, but I saw kids in there all the time because um, that's our library that we use. 
And the kid's playing that all the time. And I went by, this is back in November when I first heard about this from him. I went by and I looked and sure enough, it was boarded up, but it was like badly boarded up. Like anybody could climb inside if they wanted to. It was like a four by four opening was boarded with a two by four. Like, I mean, come on, it's just a symbolic thing. Uh, But inside floorboards were, there were holes. There was on the decking around the outside. There were rotted holes. I didn't go in it to go up because I'm like, I'll obey the rules. Uh, But I'm assuming that on the top, it was just as bad or worse. And I went and looked. I'm like, oh, this is really bad. Well, I went by yesterday because I heard him talking about this again, and I happened to be there, and I looked, and it's still boarded up. But good news, they're fixing it. The outside deck around the pirate ship has been replaced. There is lumber and pieces of equipment all around. Uh, Some of the interior has also been replaced. There are no more holes that I could see, and I think they're redoing all the decking. So the structure didn't have to be repaired, but the interior decking at both levels and the outside all has to be. And they're doing it. So my expectation would be, I, I'm not a construction pro by any stretch, but I would guess within within the month at the latest, probably within a week or two, that that repair work would be done and that pirate ship would be back. There's a video up on our Facebook page at News Radio 92.3 if you want to see for yourself. So that's good news. Even though it's almost a year in the making, that's being repaired. David, what do you have coming up, sir? Escambia County has terminated their jail contractor. We'll tell you about it after Fox. News. I'm Chris Foster. Seven people are shot and killed at two mushroom farms in Half Moon Bay, California, south of San Francisco, by a man described as a disgruntled co-worker. At the first location, four were killed. A fifth was taken to the hospital. Three were then killed at a second location. 67-year-old Chun Li Zhao was later arrested, found in his car in the parking lot of a local sheriff's office substation. Fox's Jeff Paul. A corruption crackdown has two top officials fired by Ukraine's president. The deputy defense minister in charge of supplying troops with food and equipment stood down, but denied what he called baseless accusations of impropriety. He joins a key aide of Volodymyr Zelensky in quitting, Kirill Tymoshenko also denying wrongdoing after being implicated in scandals linked to expensive cars. Fox's Jonathan Savage, the Russian invasion of Ukraine started 11 months ago today. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 631 News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. Right now we've got partly cloudy skies. It is 44 degrees in Pensacola. County leaders officially terminating the contract with the company that built the new Escambia County Jail, even as the county still faces a lawsuit from White Cell Green Cadell over $3.4 million that has not been paid. Attorney Richard Fillmore addressing the Board of Commissioners last week. If termination is elected, provides a number of avenues of what the county can do with the withheld money which is afforded under the contract. It can pay the subcontractors. It can hire contractors to complete or repair incomplete or deficient work. Um, It can complete the work by whatever methods that the county deems proper. Ultimately, the board voted 5-0 to zero to fire the company. White Cell Green Cadell filed suit over the withheld payment. The county maintains they were in breach of contract due to the building being completed 224 days late. Santa Rosa County Commissioner Kerry Smith says he was stunned to learn that all but $99 of his district's discretionary spending allotment had been used by his predecessor, and he hinted at that being vindictive. When we go to leave office and our hand-picked <coughs> successor doesn't get picked, we don't need to be taking it upon ourselves to spend every dime the next commissioner has in his discretionary fund. 
and uh, alluding to former Commissioner Bob Cole, who's denied those funds were spent out of spite. Smith has asked uh, county staff to look for ways to change the way discretionary funds can be spent. He's also asking for a budget amendment to allow uh, the $50,000 to be restored. Governor Ron DeSantis introducing some legislative proposals. He says it'll make lives easier for teachers across the state. That includes more money in the pot uh, earmarked towards raising teacher salaries. We'll have a billion dollars in that teacher categorical program. Since we've already met our goal of average minimum salary, all that additional money can go to increase teacher salaries. However, the districts want to do it. And the governor also wants to do away with mandatory teacher union dues and switch from nonpartisan to partisan school board elections. A proposed teacher's bill of rights would also offer protections for situations, including when a teacher would have to step in and break up kids fighting in the classroom. An Osceola County man under investigation for terrorism now accused of lying to the FBI. The Justice Department announced last week Kasimi's Moad Mohammed Benkabau was indicted on three counts of making false statements to a federal agency. Prosecutors say the 22-year-old lied when he denied making plans to travel overseas and join ISIS. And they say he lied when he denied ever pledging to join the terrorist organization. Benkabau is also accused of sending money to support ISIS. He could face up to eight years in prison. And a Pensacola woman accused of intentionally overdosing her six-year-old child last September, planning to plead not guilty by reason of insanity. This is according to the uh, Pensacola News Journal. 30-year-old Alexandria Weinrich was in court this week. She uh, d- was denied a reduced bond and a pretrial release. Her attorney reportedly argued for a bond between five dollars and $10,000 because Weinrich's daughter wasn't permanently disabled. Back on September 10th, Weinrich was arrested after she allegedly over both herself and her daughter. It is 635 News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Candy, what are you seeing out there? Actually, not, nothing traffic-wise, but we are watching debris in the roadway. This is I-10 eastbound at mile marker 18, just after the scenic highway exit. Uh, barrels in the roadway. So watch for the debris in the roadway, and I, I imagine those big orange ones. Or the whiskey ones, I don't know. It, doesn't, it just says barrels. I-10 is found again near mile marker 18. That's in Milton. Uh, certainly, if you see something, let us know. 437-1620. You can text in those traffic tips. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. If it's whiskey barrels in the road, I'm heading out to pick them up. I'm those are say, so cool looking. They are, man. We should use them as planters. Absolutely. <laughs> 635 News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our Channel 3 weather. We're going to be seeing some clouds move in and some heat returning to the area. High near 64 degrees today. Overnight tonight, showers and thunderstorms move in. It is a weather alert day as we are expecting the possibility of strong storms through the overnight hours lasting into Wednesday morning. By Wednesday afternoon, those storms will clear out with a high near 65. Temperatures drop Wednesday night with lows in the 40s. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you, Brooke. 44, partly cloudy in Pensacola. It's 47 in Gulf Breeze and 39 in Milton right now. Our next news at 7. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne. News Radio 9 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. I'm Jennifer Kashenka with your Money Now. Twitter's being sued over allegedly unpaid rent at its headquarters building in San Francisco, adding to legal battles between the social media company and vendors since Elon Musk acquired the business last year. The landlord, SRI 9 Market Square, alleges in a lawsuit Twitter failed to make $3.4 million rent payments in both December and January. The landlord says it drew on Twitter's letter of credit to try to cover the missed payments, but the company still owes $3.1 million. 
Rivian Automotive's chief lobbyist, Jim Chen, is leaving the company. The latest high-level exit as the electric vehicle startup works to scale up operations. Chen, a former Tesla executive who joined Rivian in 2018, spearheaded the company's state-by-state fight to allow direct-to-consumer sales, a core business strategy for EV-only makers such as Rivian and Tesla that don't use traditional dealerships to sell cars. On Wall Street, futures are lower. That's your money now. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-683-7713. That's 1-800-683-7733. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-683-7733. That's 1-800-683-7733. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. Hungry kids get sick more often and can struggle in school. It can be harder for them to focus and learn. One simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good, healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. We want to ensure that all of our kids have healthy meals every day. Thank you. Thank you for helping feed our kids. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to HelpNoKidHungry.org today. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Take in a brown bag lunch with the Pensacola Opera next Tuesday. The free show starts at noon and runs about 45 minutes at the Opera Center. PensacolaOpera.com for more information. Join in the Pensacola Chamber's Women in Business Coffee Get-Together Friday morning at the Pensacola Chamber office. The Women in Business Council promotes women at all levels in the workplace. PensacolaChamber.com for more. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio923.com. News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi. This host was offered college scholarships for football, <laughs> basketball, and diving. Who is it? The correct answer is Bobby Rossi. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable.
morning, 641 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News. Joining us now, we have Devan Cook, who is the administrator of Santa Rosa County. And yesterday, we had the committee meeting for Santa Rosa County. Pretty short one. Uh, it was only about an hour and 10 minutes or so. And I don't think there was any public comment, which is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Uh, but then, you know, the meeting is going to be on Thursday. And so we give you a little chance to peek ahead at the agenda. Devan, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. A lot of stuff you guys were talking about yesterday. Uh, let's start with this um, one that's very interesting to people who are, you know, boaters or fishermen or whatever. Is uh, you guys are looking at buying the old uh, Brown Fish Camp property uh, that's down off of what eighty nine, basically, and it's access to the Yellow River, right? That's correct. We are looking at purchasing that and uh, uh, possibly turning it into a, a public boat ramp. Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's great. And I thought it was kind of entertaining because uh, Jerry Cooey, uh, who there's like Cooey Road is right in that vicinity. He's like, we used to compete against the Browns, but, you know, we love them, we support them, and uh, that's a good thing for the public to have access to it. It's it's basically like just a, a elephant graveyard for RVs right now, isn't it? Uh, there are several RVs down there, and our plan would be to uh, clean out the area and um, – you know, turn all that area into parking for for people that want to launch their boat there. No, that's fantastic. I love it. Did we have a price yet on that, or are we still that's to be decided? The the price that that we're talking with the owners about is four hundred and twenty five thousand dollars, which will include that area and uh, approximately another hundred acres of wetlands that we would obtain in the purchase. Okay, and as uh, Commissioner Wright mentioned yesterday, not only does that give the public access, but that prevents it from being developed, because, you know, certainly you you could if you wanted to. So, uh, to me, that's all good. Um, Another water-related story, you guys are putting some more reefs out of Navarre Beach, and there was conversation about the desirability of putting reefs interior waters like in the in the sound uh, or in the bay not in just out in the gulf is that right yes that was a conversation that came up this uh, particular project is in the gulf but uh, the board expressed some interest in looking into possibly some fishing reefs in some of our bays our internal waters yeah, I believe uh, Kerry Smith, uh, Commissioner Kerry Smith, uh, was promised that he would have an exclusive use of whatever interior water reefs you created for 30 days. Was that part of the deal? Is that right? <laughs> that was part of the deal, part of the conversation. Correct. <laughs> he, he, it was so funny. He made the joke, and as a as a new commissioner says, like I probably shouldn't make a joke about that on public record. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay to make the joke. Um, Wallace Lake Road and Chamukla Highway, right there at the Piggly Wiggly, in case people haven't been there, there is an enormous new school going in, a K through eight, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, my wife and I just biked Wallace Lake Road uh, two weeks ago, so I I saw it firsthand. And there's a significant amount of traffic changes that are going to happen there. In fact, um, I think there's a light and there's some turn lanes. Can you can you tell people what to expect at that intersection? Yes, we're going to put in a light. Uh, we'll be putting in turn lanes um, for the light. We'll also be uh, paving, if you bike it, you know there's a section of Wallace Lake Road that is in really poor condition after you turn off of Shemuckla Highway, and we'll be paving Indeed. that up to the area where the road uh, becomes uh, better uh, paving-wise. So, you know, that we'll be paving, I think it's approximately a half mile of the road there. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. And I mean, there's, you know, in case people wonder why would you build a school there where there's an enormous number of subdivisions there and then you've got the like sage acres or woods or whatever it is up on 10 mile. I mean, there's, you know, you're trying to get ahead of the game a little bit (laughs) on this school. I mean, I know it's a school district, but uh, that's a good one. So the turn lanes will be off Shemukla, right? The turn lanes aren't going to be on Wallace Lake or, or is it both? Right. It'll be off Shemukla. That's the main area will be the turn lanes off Shemukla onto Wallace Lake Road. And there was some conversation about who pays. Um, it's going to be split between the county and the school board. Is that right? Do I understand that right? Not not 100%. There was some confusion about that. Okay. The school board is paying for some of the turn lanes. Uh, Piggly Wiggly's paying a, a portion. Uh, that was in the agreement with them. And uh, then the county's picking up the rest. But the school board is participating, and then uh, Piggly Wiggly's participating also. Okay. All right. Very good. And, I mean, you know, if it's a great time to own a Piggly Wiggly because <laughs> it's right next to this brand-new huge school. What is I, – I, again, I know you don't operate the schools exactly, but since you have to deal with some of the consequences, uh, my first thought when I was looking at that um, was – you know, there's always traffic problems around a school that's a K through eight, uh, even a high school, of course, but particularly K through eight because it's all you know car rider line. It seems like Wallace Lake Road and the Piggly Wiggly parking lot are going to be massively impacted at drop off and pickup time. Um, let me before I get you to answer that, let me get a quick traffic on the fives. Speaking of which, uh, from Let's Candy, say, go ahead, yeah, Candy. And, uh, good news is we're not showing any slowdowns. We are watching barrels in the road. This is uh, I-10. It looks like eastbound towards Milton uh, at mile marker 18, and I, I believe their traffic barrels caution there. Four three seven sixteen twenty. If you see an accident or slowdown, News Radio and ninety two three informative, local, dependable. Thanks, Candy. Uh, back to Devan Cook. Uh, no matter how big you build the parking lot, the traffic always over flows in the car rider line mornings and afternoons what what is, have you guys looked at that talked about that do you have a plan for that at all well and i will tell you that um based on what they've seen in the past the school board is taking um more aggressive approach to uh, working to stack the traffic so they've got quite a significant amount of of um, uh, roadway internally on their property um, you know, you never know how how much traffic there'll be, but but they are taking a much more aggressive approach to trying to be sure they can stack internally and not have to spill out onto the roadway. So uh, they they've been working on that on their end. So you know, we hope that that won't become an issue. But as you know, there are many car riders, uh, especially in that that type of school. But uh, but they are trying to work on that and be sure that that, that doesn't become a problem because they have seen it at the other schools they built over the last few years. Yeah, I, and I would just say, like, it's good that they're working on it. In my experience, there's no amount of interior surface you can build that will ever be adequate. And so it's always going to be a challenge on the uh, the roads around that area at drop-off and pickup time. Um, but, I'm, you know, we'll see. Maybe they do it better this time. The um, impact fee study, this is something that uh, Kerry Smith had asked for, and this is something that you guys are going to look at funding because what the, the one that was from 2020 is already out of date if you're going to put in impact fees. Is that right? That's correct. We would have to have an updated study um and, and the board has asked us to get that study updated so they can, you know, discuss the impact fees and, and, you know, whether or not they want to go forward with that. They'd like the current data. 
Yeah, and which, you know, that was a big campaign issue for him, and I know that's been something the board seems to have more appetite now than maybe they had before. You know, it's been a dust-up in the past, and we know what happened with the school board where they tried to do it and then got sued and had to back off because that all fell apart. So, you know, I suppose that's a we'll see. Uh, Good news notes. One is uh, Gulf Coast Cable wants to expand and buy and build on 30 acres in the industrial park. Is that right? That's correct. And, you know, they've been a really good partner with Santa Rosa County, um, with their uh, existing facility, and and we're very pleased that that they're expanding. Um, you know, they're they're just a really good partner, and and so that's a that's a, a great uh, acquisition for them, and it'll be great for San Rosa County. No, I think that's fantastic. Is it 150 jobs? Is that the number I remember hearing? I I don't I don't have it right in front of me, but I believe that was correct. I'd have to okay. look back. I think that's correct. It's uh, they're very well uh, well paid and and you know we're excited to bring jobs to the county anytime we can. Um, yeah, most definitely. And then the the last thing is um and it's a little bit of a like I don't exactly want to advertise it because maybe people who aren't from here here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, in Navarre, given all the traffic on 98 right by the causeway, the bridge. Um, there's an, uh, I guess it's already kind of ongoing or you tell me, but to build an access road bypass, like a local road that would be able to get you through all that traffic without having to actually go into it east, west along 98, the Navarre community access road. Is that about, do I have that about right? Yeah, that's correct. That's something that's, uh um, in the study and design phase. Oh, okay. It's in study design. Okay. So we don't even have like, do we have right of way yet or anything like that? Or would that still have to happen? Those, those things are still being looked at. Okay. So, um, um, I'll try to have you an update, uh, next time we get together, but that's, that's still in, uh, you know, like I said, study and design. Okay. And then last thing is we're in the process of getting the permits to take down the Whittle building, right? In Milton that you guys own, it's kind of weird because, you know, you own the property, but it's in the city of Milton. You control it and we're going to demolish it, right? Yes, we are in the process of um, requesting permits for the demolition of that building. Very good. Anything else you want uh, residents to know other than to be prepared for the possible storms that we're going to have this afternoon over into tomorrow morning? No, we our PIO did send out some information on that. Uh, they're still predicting some possible strong storms overnight, so we're just asking everyone to be sure they're aware. Yeah, be aware, have a plan, know know what you're going to do, and you know that's that's always what we tell people, which is the important thing to tell them. Devan Cook, he is the Santa Rosa County Administrator. Uh, Devan, as always, man, thanks for what you do. Thanks for uh, overseeing and administrating the county, and uh, for spending some time with us uh, in between meetings. I appreciate it, sir. Thanks, Andrew. Good to be here. You bet. 651 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru. The men and women here at Anderson Subaru are committed to the Subaru Love Promise, a promise between us and our communities, a promise to make the Gulf Coast a better place to live, to work, and to play. And we're proud of what we've accomplished. From our ongoing support of the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association and Ascension Sacred Heart to volunteering with Feeding the Gulf Coast, we've conducted clothing drives for loaves and fishes and charity auctions for Gulf Coast Kids House and we support Sherwood Elementary School in multiple ways. We're committed to the pets in our communities, too, by supporting dog adoption events with Phoenix Rising Rescue, Barktoberfest with Pensacola Humane Society, and Potty Gras with Wolfgang Park and Brews. And the love continues through donations, volunteering, and monetary support. Anderson Subaru is making a difference in the lives of our neighbors and our community. The Subaru Love Promise. That's a promise we intend to keep at Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at 
AndersonSubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Attention all area veterans. The VA Claims Lawyer wants to help you get all the benefits you deserve. They specialize in helping area veterans with filing VA claims and appealing VA denials. Al Giordano is a disabled former U.S. Marine Corps Sergeant who has spent nearly 30 years representing and advocating for disabled veterans and their families. He is local and will do a free review of your claim. Call 877-VET-FILE-NOW with no fee unless you win. Al Giordano, attorney at law. Dependable traffic on the fives with local news at the top and bottom of each hour on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. National average for the gallon of gas, 344. Florida average, 348. Keeps going back up. Wrong direction, fellas. Uh, 307 in Texas, 444 in California. Now, why is everybody else going up in California is not going up? That's a weird one, but okay, fine. Uh, 319 east and west in Navarre at the um, either the Murphy or the Walmart, whichever one you, you're in front of. Uh, let's see, we got 329. At, oh, no, sorry, 326 at the Murphy across from the foot of the Garcon Point Bridge in Tiger Point. 349 in Gulf Breeze proper. Good gravy. Uh, 319 at the Raceway in Milton, 319 at the Murphy across from the Walmart in Pea Ridge, and uh, still showing 319 at the Tom Thumb as opposed to 345 at the Circle K in Pace. So uh, a mile makes a difference. If you're uh, coming in from uh, getting into Pensacola, looks like your best price is going to be at 317 at the Neighborhood Market Walmart on 9 Mile. Same at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29. Coming in from the southwest side, uh, 318 or 317 looks like your best price. That's at the Murphy across from the Walmart on Navy. Or if you're uh, getting a little bit closer in at the Sitgo on Garden. 654, sorry, these gas prices are brought to you by Pete Moore Volkswagen with the lowest outdoor price on your next new Volkswagen, PeteMoreImports.com. Before we get to uh, David Wayne in the newsroom, let's get Candy in here with Traffic on the Five. Uh, just watching barrels. Um, that's <laughs> See, that sounds like a country song, doesn't it? Uh, I-10 eastbound, mile marker 18. Uh, it looks like barrels in the roadway. That's uh, towards Milton and I-10 eastbound at mile marker 13, uh, showing a vehicle crash. Now it says use caution in that area. I'm not showing a roadblock, but it looks like it's just after the uh, turnoff or right before the turnoff. Uh, to 110 and uh, right near Davis Highway as well. Uh, accident, but uh, no word if there's a roadblock. Certainly use caution in that area. Certainly if you have a traffic tip, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Just watching barrels. Okay, that's old country. Is that not authentic? <laughs> David Wayne's David in the newsroom me. with our headlines. <laughs> David? I mean, it's good. I don't know if it's Grammy winning. But oh, uh, you I know. mean, give me a minute. That's my first pass. <laughs> Once we hit the auto tune, you might be good, though. You know, you know? You, you know can, I, can I can I say it this way? Yeah. There are at least three people who heard me sing that that mm-hmm. will find themselves singing that later today. Hey, that's true. <laughs> 
And you're going to hate me for it. Barrels. (laughs) Barrels. The uh, Senate Judiciary Committee holding a hearing today on the lack of competition in the event ticketing business. This is after that big debacle of Ticketmaster's handling of Taylor Swift tickets that left fans uh, without tickets and frustrated and angry. The National Baseball Hall of Fame announcing its 2023 class today. Scott Rowland, Todd Helton, and Billy Wagner have the best chance to get into Cooperstown after uh, receiving 50% of the vote last year. And Netflix cracking down on password sharing here in the next couple of months. We need to make sure we are bringing in as much profit as we can. So even though they had embraced password sharing for quite some time, they finally reached a point where they said, we have to pass on this extra cost to consumers. We can't stomach that anymore. That is uh, Heidi Chung. She's a media analyst and the change will be limiting accounts uh, to users within one household. And uh, the company says these changes are expected at the end of the first quarter quarter interesting and by the way it is it 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 is one of those things where there really is a cost i mean because you know if if you have i'm spitballing numbers you know you've got 40 million people let's say in the u.s who use netflix paying for it and then you've got 25 million plus users (laughs) you know friends neighbors whatever um that means that about a third of your server app access and your internet that you pay for as a company and your maintenance is generated by people who aren't paying. All right. So there's, I mean, she's not wrong that there's a cost to it. And I think some people think it's, it's totally for free. Like, you know, sometimes things can be, but that one's definitely not one of them. Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. 657 here on News Radio 923. I've got a couple of texts in here uh, about the school, particularly Schmuckle Highway by the Pickley Wiggly and Wallace Lake Road. Um, somebody says, uh, you're exactly right, Andrew. Whatever they do at Wallace Lake Road, Schmuckle School is going to be a hot mess at drop-off and pickup. Yeah, I look, um, it just doesn't make – you can't build enough interior, and it makes no sense like to spend the amount of money you'd have to do to put pavement inside the school perimeter to handle all the traffic that you only see twice a day. But the tra- trade-off there is, you know, as every school anywhere in the world knows, <laughs> I mean, you t- go to any school at drop-off and pickup time, and you know every day Candy has to report on, you know um, – West Florida High School, or oh right, yeah, pick, yeah, right, of course day. it takes. Yeah, I used to pick up little moose or little moose, yeah, uh, moose's son, and yeah, man, that's uh, every day because wow. you can't. No matter, what, and it doesn't make sense to put in enough pavement to make that not be a problem. Right. Like it's 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 crazy. Uh, anyway, uh, time for future news. Hold on, future news. Future Sorry. news. That's where we tell you what's going to happen before it happens. Uh, the pirate ship at Tippin, uh, at Tippin, uh, sorry, at uh, Tryon Branch Library, uh, Brian Park, not Tippin. Excuse me. Uh, is that gonna, how soon is that going to be done? I, I didn't know it was in repairs, but I'm glad. Of, I, I would say hopefully by the end of the month. Yeah, I would think uh, early February would be my guess. Sure. Just based yeah. On what let's I saw. get those kids on that playground. Will um, uh, Charles Bear wants to turn Tippin Park uh, on Tippin uh, into a disability kids, you know, oh, right. uh, like place? Is he going to get that funding for yes. that? Yes. Yeah. They kept three hundred fifty thousand dollars in there. I mean, I think you could. It'd be cl- it'd be tight to do it for that much. Uh, uh, will M&M's survive the scandal of abandoning all of the M&M's for Maya Rudolph? I mean, because of me, yes. You I can't love be angry M&M's. at the rainbow color Your song. home for Brian Kilmeade. <laughs> Weekdays 11 to 1 is News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. Well, the first meeting for Perdido to talk about incorporating as a town of the ver- their very own is over. We'll tell you all about that and more after this update from Fox News.
Was he disgruntled when he attacked co-workers? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's a big question in California after the second mass murder in three days. It's a tragedy that we hear about far too often. But today is hit home here in San Mateo County. Sheriff Christina Corpus. Police have identified 67-year-old Chun-Li Zhao as the man who shot seven of his fellow farm workers dead yesterday, injuring one more. This shooting happened between two different locations in the outskirts of Half Moon Bay. He was found in a sheriff's station parking lot later. Where authorities had spotted him sitting in a car. He was pulled from the vehicle and placed under arrest. Fox's Alexandria Hoff. Police have no arrest yet in a gas station shootout not far away in Oakland last night. They killed one person, wounded seven others. It's up to 11 people dead after Saturday's mass shooting in Los Angeles County, shot by a gunman who killed himself. The motive, still not known. He has a limited criminal history with an arrest in 1990. 